0: It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why
1: aren't we in the bar?
0: Last time on To The Max. (laughs) I brought this for dinner tonight. Is that
1: crow?
2: (laughs) I'm eating crow. (laughs) This is why I don't bet football anymore.
0: Cause...
2: We're only gonna have one camera angle tonight, so we're gonna be staring straight at you folks. Hope you enjoy the show. We got a lot to talk about. Gonna do a little scatter shooting again tonight. Uh I won't be here next week. I'll be on vacation. So Max will you're gonna be in charge next week. I think I just I'm telling you that right now.
1: All right. We got um <laughs> We have Jerry Jones coming in and also, okay. um, yeah. So he's uh, not going to be on the phone? He's, he's, actually, like, coming yeah, he's actually coming in. He's going to, uh, he has a great taco recipe that he's trying to. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually working
2: with the uh, corporate big rigs to uh, renegotiate my contract. Bob, are you on that? Are you helping me with the renegotiations?
0: I'm trying to figure out why my streaming uh, <laughs> software is not working the way I want it to. Ruh-roh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yep, it just kicked me off. <laughs> Okay.
2: okay well we'll can watch to continue on
0: uh I just think- keep on vamping and i'm gonna switch
2: okay so we're gonna continue to talk here about uh, some sports things okay. um do have a good friend coming on in two weeks a guy I served in the army with he runs an organization called army bass anglers named cody roberson good guy and uh, his organization works with uh, several, uh, six or seven non-for-profits that actually raise money for uh, military causes. So, it's a, it's a great uh, great thing that he's doing. want to have him come on and talk a little more about that.
1: Okay.
2: Yes, uh, bass fishing is a sport, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, it's a sport. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it takes talent to catch them because normally I come up empty-handed. Um, so, that's going to be a fun show. Stay tuned for that. That'll be in a couple of weeks. And uh, how we doing? Are we on? Okay. okay. Um, Want to talk about a couple of things tonight. The first is let's talk about some baseball chokers. <laughs> baseball, all right. And uh, Bob will probably uh, add some comments to this, but uh, Bob, uh, come August first, your Mets were in first place looking like they had the 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 whole uh, series uh, set up for a big division win title and then all of a sudden they pissed the bed and uh they're completely out of it they've gone 17 and 30 since august any thoughts on that one brother bob
0: That's the Mets' go-to move, (laughs) is the absolute collapse.
2: You know, I I read of the agony of Mets fans, and uh, I watched a documentary, though, and I couldn't believe how much talent they had on their team. The 86 Mets were Dystra. uh, They had Hernandez, Carter, Strawberry, Gooden. Uh The list goes on, man. That was was a good team in 86. Were you a Mets fan back then?
0: I've been a Mets fan since... (sighs) mid seventies. Yeah. So,
2: wow. What a, what a team they had. I didn't realize how stacked they were. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised they didn't participate in more world series with that roster.
0: Well, I mean, what's, what's interesting is, I mean, back in the seventies they had the cheapest payroll in baseball. I mean, they, they really sucked Yeah, even 86 when they, when they won the world series, it wasn't a great payroll. They're one of the top three or four payrolls in baseball right now and they still suck.
2: Yeah. It's kind of weird because they thought Javi Baez from Chicago, when they got him in that trade deadline, he would, he would help, but it's actually gone reverse. They've gone downhill since then, but you are a long suffering Mets fan. I'm a long suffering Reds fan and we managed once again to probably play ourselves out of the, uh, out of a wild card spot. We were, trailing at the all-star break the Padres but about three or four games on a nice roll they go out they get uh Luis Sessa a reliever for the uh, for the Yankees but our middle relief needed so much help uh we had starters putting in seven innings and for whatever reasons drives me crazy David Bell's the manager who just got a two-year extension uh if you are a starting pitcher for the Reds and it's the seventh inning and you walk a guy or he get a hit, you're immediately getting pulled out of the game. So, we lost over 25 games after the seventh inning this year. You, you take half of those games and turn them into wins by having some quality uh, relief pitching. We we easily win the wild card, or possibly even would have uh, given Milwaukee a run for their money in the division and then of course probably bigger chokers than us were the Padres who were four games ahead of us going into the all-star break they've completely collapsed so those are my three my three chokers
1: hmm i could see uh those are good uh i might have one better maybe the yankees yeah <laughs> <laughs> the Yankees, uh, uh, we were uh, we were praising them, I mean, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago? Yeah. And uh, I was pretty excited when you and I were talking about that. And now they're in a the position where they might play Boston for, for one game and win take all to, to move on. And then Toronto might move in. So it might be Tampa Bay um, winning this thing. So we'll see.
2: Yeah, I think Tampa Bay's clearly got the division mm-hmm. locked up. So. Um, I think you called Tampa Bay when we were yeah. picking our teams.
1: It's exciting time right now, baseball. It's about to start again, so I can't yeah, wait for the be playoffs. Fun.
2: And the wild card adds a little more uh, fun to the whole to the whole thing. So we'll see what happens.
1: Do you want to do a prediction real quick? I know the game started with Carolina oh, yeah. and Houston.
2: So uh, uh, I don't know what the score is. No one tell me. I predict that it'll be twenty four to sixteen. I've got uh, Carolina winning. I think the Vegas odds are at eight. So to me, it's going to be a push.
1: I have Carolina winning, uh, 28 to 13 and you are correct. It is going to be, uh, eight, eight points. Okay. So.
2: so you've got them covering. I got the game as a push
0: halfway through the first quarter. It's zero, zero. Nope. Panthers score a touchdown.
1: All right. all right, there we go.
0: And, uh, yeah, apparently the Texans went to the local Valero. <laughs> they got a guy who was like checking you out. Uh, Davis mills, uh, <laughs> I think that's what he was doing last week, and but now he's starting quarterbacks. So All right. There you go.
1: Come on, Texans. Not to be Dreams come Miles. true in Houston.
2: <laughs> yes. Not to be confused with Miles Davis.
1: <laughs> <No>. Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, well, talking about quarterbacks, that's a good segue. Yeah. Man, I wanted Bob to pull up a picture, but I was too late. I'm always asking him to do things at the last minute. But in the 70s, if you watch football – you would see quarterbacks just getting their blocks knocked off. I had a picture of a guy named Turkey Jones when he picked up Terry Bradshaw and literally body slammed him. Um, So what's up with all these injuries? You know, right now they practically play with a hanky in their back pocket. You got Wentz, he's hurt. You've got uh, Tua from Miami hurt. Taylor that we just talked about for uh, Houston, he's out. Um, Dalton. So it looks like Justin Fields is going to get his start. And uh, actually, Ben is questionable, along with the quarterback for the Browns. um, Baker. Baker. So.
1: Maybe I can answer that. What do you think if if MMA or, let's say, boxing were to go to something where the NFL quarterbacks would – So you don't touch them all week or all month when they're preparing for a boxing match. And that way they're, they're fully rested and and they're healthy and they don't have any scratches or bruises. You think that would have, that would help boxers and MMA fighters? It's kind of what the quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, they don't get touched. Uh, They put a, put a jersey on the red jersey or whatever color they're using and they don't get touched. Nobody can, can get around them or anything. And your body gets used to that. I mean, if, the, if you if you get used to not being touch, what's going to happen the first time you get sacked? You know, yeah. You know,
2: actually, I never thought about that, but that's an excellent point. I remember in Hard Knocks where one of the rooks just grazed the I quarterback, remember that, and yeah. they, the, I mean, the coaches just lost their minds. I mean, I understand the investment that the uh, organizations have in these quarterbacks, millions literally of dollars, but at some point you've got to go out there and you've got to take a chance on letting them get a little contact because you're right. Cold Turkey game day, they get hit and yeah. it, it, it just surprising as well as they're protected at how many have actually gone down.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean a, a little bit of that for me is I I think some of these, some of these quarterbacks are just trying too hard. They're not, I mean, Tom Brady's 44. I mean, he's being fitted for a, you know, a, Kane next week or he should be. But he's talking about playing the fifty. When 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 he's under pressure, he turtles up and he goes down. He doesn't he doesn't force a bad situation. Right. So you look at a Tua who's generally kind of a running quarterback. I think is gonna force a bad situation. Carson has forced a bad situation multiple times yeah. in his career. Yeah. Ben probably thinks he's a tank and can take any of the any of the abuse that's that's thrown his way. Yeah. Baker Baker and Andy Dalton behind the bad offensive line. Yeah. yeah. I feel for Justin Fields this week. Yeah.
1: <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this, Drew. How many times have you heard an NFL player describe when they play on Sunday as being in a car accident? So when you say that and you play like that, what happens to the quarterbacks when they get hit? From the blind side, not expecting it, yeah. it's going to take a toll. So, good point you brought it up. I mean, maybe they should think about how they're protecting them, quote unquote, and see what happens. Maybe kind of experiment a little bit, let them get hit a little bit
2: during practice. Yeah, well, speaking of protected quarterbacks, guess who has nine TDs already?
1: Nine touchdowns. Let, let me let me guess. Let's see. Oh, uh, well, I think we predicted that he was going to do fifty this year. <laughs> so, is it Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Look at him.
2: I mean, the ageless wonder. It, it, it is amazing. Uh, guess who has uh, five interceptions already this year?
1: Five interceptions. Let me see. Um, is it a rookie? Two rookies. Is it the one from New York?
2: Yeah. And, okay. and
1: and and let's see the next one. Let me guess. Um, give me the next one. The one with the rookie the, coach. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the the boy wonder. You know, uh, Lawrence. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, these guys. You know. I, I can't imagine at this point knowing Urban Meyer and having seen him with Ohio State and uh, Florida that he's gonna suffer through a 0-17, one and sixteen season. I mean, he may be looking for the golden parachute already. I'm just predicting that. I have no idea, but just knowing the man, it that teams it's 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 full blown rebuild mode and it's gonna take a long time long time
1: yeah i can see that this year man they're going to have to do a lot of work to to get it get this guy protected i mean yeah he's throwing interceptions but what's going to happen when we talk about him getting hit um has he played a team with a great defense that's going to have a defensive lineman coming around the corner and you know hitting him and then god forbid let him get a concussion then where's he at and then what happens urban meyer
2: yeah well that was the same thing with uh my quarterback joe burrows i mean the guy was heaving up last year, 40, 50 balls a game. He was getting sacked eight or nine times. I'm like, you're killing this kid. Yeah, You're absolutely killing this kid. There's no way in the NFL a quarterback can get sacked consistently four, five, six times a game and at some point not
0: not pay the price. And- well, I mean, Peyton Manning in his first season got destroyed. <laughs> and my, my fear for all these rookie quarterbacks is – I mean, a little bit of the psyche, a little bit of what yeah. it does to them. Yeah. I think that first season with the Jets destroyed Mark Sanchez. I yeah. worry for Zach Wilson. I worry yeah. for Trevor
1: Lawrence. Yeah. That's a great point because with the Jets, who's their quarterback, Sam Darnold, who's now at Carolina, and he's playing tonight, and look what he's done with his career. He, he's turned it around. He's playing well this year, Sam yeah. Darnold is because he's yeah. not seeing ghosts and he's being Unless protected. Plus, he's out in New York. Yeah.
2: That's how you salvage your career, get out in New York, right? <laughs> get
1: out of New York and stop playing <laughs> right, for the brother, Jets. Well, <laughs>
2: You're playing for a
0: bad team in the worst media market in the United States to be playing for a bad team.
1: So I got a factoid for you guys. Okay.
2: Um, There was only one other quarter. Well, there's a quarterback who actually had a worse first two games of his to start his career. He had six interceptions, which is one more than what Lawrence and Wilson have had this year.
1: Any guesses? Peyton Manning. You got it. Pretty good. Yeah. Yep. So, Oh, that, did, I, did we show you we have his jersey? He he actually gave us his jersey. His jersey. Yeah, he gave us his jersey back there. So thank you, Peyton.
0: Well, uh, he's he's giving us a gift with his brother, Eli, every Monday night. That's it, pretty cool. It, I like, I if like you haven't stories. watched that show, you really need to watch that show, folks. You cause... guys
1: talked
2: about it. Tell the story.
0: I, I had just heard it about what you
1: Well, on ESPN2, uh, it's uh, Eli and Peyton. They're doing Monday Night Football, which is pretty cool, man. You can uh change it over to those guys and watch them. And One of the things that they're doing is ESPN, too, is allowing or ESPN is allowing them to just kind of beat them. Uh, Last week, Eli was making fun of uh, Peyton Manning because of the size of his head. He couldn't find a helmet, right? And then this week, Peyton uh, kind of, I guess, was... Joking, quote unquote, about how the uh, Patriots used to bug the showers when they used to play them. That's why they couldn't beat them, which was pretty cool, man. It's a funny show and it's good. And the audience is kind of leaning that way and getting away from Monday Night Football, the yeah. the announcers that they have. Yeah. So, and
0: it's and it's I mean, apart from the anecdotes and the story about being bugged in Foxborough, <laughs> the. The the insight that both Peyton and Eli have as yes. to what's happening yeah. as it's happening. I mean, Romo gave, gave that to us when he first came into broadcasting yeah. and it's, it's a real interesting and it's a real neat perspective on it because they're like, they're calling exactly what's going to happen.
1: They're awesome. And you can tell why they were successful, especially Eli, everybody kind of underrated him and it's just showing his mind is showing you, man, this guy's a really, really good football player. So or he was.
2: Yeah, That's pretty cool. So they're watching the game and still calling audibles. Huh? Oh, absolutely, man. So uh, I'll have to check that out. Pretty cool. So here's a here's an interesting story. Uh, a guy uh, got a $25 free bet play. I guess certain places would do promos, casinos, or a lot of these online betting sites. So they gave him a $25 free play. He went all in, did a 16-team parlay. Okay. He hit 15 out of 15. Wow. Monday night, which is, I mean, if you've ever tried to. Battery. If you've ever tried to hit a parlay, just just trying to hit a three teamer is damn near impossible. So he this, got all 15? Yeah, he hit all 15, needed one more. Okay. He took Detroit, which at the time was at 11.5 point dogs against Green Bay. Okay. It was Monday night and lost.
1: Because he took Detroit?
2: Because he took Detroit. Why he did he take Detroit? Well, he, I guess he thought, which, you know, I was talking to Bob about it, 11 and a half points. But it's Detroit. Uh, yeah. But
0: it's a divisional game. But it's Detroit. I, know. I mean, the Jets The Jets have played the Patriots tight, even in their worst seasons. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it's Detroit. Well, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> That's where bad I, teams I go it. to rehabilitate. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I get it.
2: Yeah. But but the good news is he, he would have, well, the bad news is um, he lost. And he lost as a result $750,000 on a $25 uh-huh. bet. But he did get because he had 15 to 16, I guess they he won 133,000. Well, so, good for him. At least he yeah, won something. Still not bad. Yeah. Still not bad at all. That's
1: good for a weekend.
2: One more thing. Um, then we'll wrap up. Lane Kiffen came out and said, you know what? The good he, I guess he's the coach now for Ole Miss. Ole Miss. And I guess they're going to be playing. I believe, are they playing Alabama this week?
1: Uh, I think Ole Miss, uh, let me, I'd have to check. I'm not here. sure who they're
2: playing. But at any rate, he came out and he said, um, "He goes, you know what, these these Alabamas, these Ohio States, these Clemsons, they're, they're going to be solid forever and for a long time. And uh, you know why he said that? And I never thought about it. Why? Well, he said, you know, it doesn't really matter as much. Obviously, you got to recruit well. But he said the emphasis on recruiting isn't as important as it used to be because now with this portal transfer, you can just pick up your need through the portal transfer. True, and I never really thought about that.
1: Well, yeah, I mean when he's talking about that, he he's directing that to uh, to um, Nick Saban because he when he when he coached with Nick Saban, he was at Alabama. Uh, that's part of uh, the, the new change with the portal. All they can have to do – I mean, if they need a defense lineman or an offensive lineman, all they have to do is go to the portal, say, okay, are you ready to come to Alabama? And they plug them in as a backup. If they need a quarterback, they just go to the portal, see who's there, who's available, and plug him in as a backup. That's something that when they thought about this and they talked about it, they didn't think it all the way th- through because now what they've done is they strengthen Alabama – And uh, to be fair, is everybody taking advantage of the portal? Not really, but who's taking advantage of it and and, and just, just kicking everybody else um, is Alabama. And I don't, I don't think they're going to weaken or lose anything, you know, going forward. And that's just going to strengthen Alabama and good for Lane Kiffin to bring it up because maybe they need to make some changes.
0: You know, this is America. This is not communist China. Let, let Nick Saban do what Nick Saban does. If, If, if Kiffin has a problem with it, if, LSU has a problem with it. If any other program has a problem with it, beat him in his own game or
1: yep. shut yeah. up. Beat and him he, on the field. Yep. And, I,
2: and I will say, it didn't seem like he was sour grapes. He was just basically saying these these teams, don't expect them to to not be dominant, uh, and he, stay as dominant as they are for a long time. And I forgot, we actually got Ohio State, we, Justin Fields, through the portal. Yeah, I think he came from, I don't want to say Georgia, I can't remember. But, yeah, it's it's interesting. How does the portal work, and when did this all start? Do you, do you know much about that? I don't want to put you on the spot. No,
1: no. The, the portal came a couple of years ago, and the reason it started is because of all the transfers. Uh, it wasn't fair for uh, athletes to transfer. Their only thing was if they didn't get the starting position or if they got hurt, they could be there's a redshirt opportunity. But let's say that somebody wanted to transfer from the University of Texas. Uh, their only option was to play immediately was to go to a smaller school and that wasn't fair. So now with the portal, you can go in there if you decide, you know what, I'm not getting enough playing time or I really I'm homesick or injury or whatever. To give you a good um, example, the kid that played for Baylor and started Brewer for four years at Baylor transferred to Utah well, the third game of the season this year, mm-hmm. he lost his starting position. So, he's in the transfer portal. He's just sitting there. So, that means he can come back next year and play for somebody. It's oh, a good wow. thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's and cool. it's 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 a really good thing. I mean, it was it was ridiculous that these kids were being sat on the bench for a year if they tried to transfer out yeah. and can't go even go in conference and all these coaches are leaving them behind. The coach can move. Yeah. There's there's no restriction against Nick Saban walking waking up tomorrow morning and go, eh, I kind of want to coach
1: Notre Dame. Yeah, he can leave, and then that's an advantage for him and and continue to do well. But what about the players, the ones that actually work hard, going to practice, winning the games, uh, you know, putting their bodies, what they put their bodies through to to make sure that that school gets paid and, and, you know, gets rewarded. So good for these guys. That's
2: cool. Well, I'm not sure we're getting the message that people aren't hearing my audio on my mic, but – that's okay. I didn't have a whole lot to say tonight. Um, <laughs> do you
1: mind if I do the predictions real yeah,
2: quick? Yeah, go ahead and do your predictions.
1: Real quick, uh, as every week, high school prediction this week. We have two undefeated teams, Brandeis and Johnson High School. I'm going with Johnson. They're both 4-0. and o, And Johnson's going to be 5-0, and o, and Brandeis will be 4-1. and one.
2: So you're officially all Smithson Valley?
1: A little bit. Okay. Yeah, I'm going with my son's school. So, <laughs> yes, uh uh Thank you, Christian. All right, NCAA College. I have West Virginia against Oklahoma, and I'm going to take uh, the points with that one. I think that's too many for Oklahoma. It's at uh, 17, minus 17, so I'm going with West Virginia in the points. And then for the NFL, I have the Bucks versus the Rams. I'm going to go with that one. I'm taking the Rams on that one. Okay,
2: those are good bets. I am actually going to go ahead and – if I have to do a college one, I don't see anything major happening. Maybe Wisconsin beats Notre Dame. Um, UCLA being 25, They they that would probably be the one I would pick if I had to do an upset. Stanford may beat them. And then uh, for my NFL, um, given the fact that uh, Rodgers is 0-4 life against the 49ers, I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here and, and take the 49ers and I think their defense can shut Rogers down. Um, And that'll be my, my, my pick for the uh, NFL this week.
1: There we go.
2: So, well, folks, this wraps up this week's show. Again, I won't be here next week. I'll be renegotiating my contract. Um, If everything goes well, I'll be here two weeks from then. My trusty cohort, Max will be here to give you pithy comments. Enjoy the show next week. Have a great evening. Again, We'll see you next week.
0: Yeah, folks. Yeah. I I know the audio is a little off tonight and we're trying something different and apparently it didn't work. So we're going to try something different, different next week. So uh, bear with us and come back next week and it'll be better.
1: We have a special guest next week. Ooh. It was just going to be a sock puppet, but I'm not doing that. Jerry Jones? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can call him Jerry Jones. He's going to look like (laughs) it. he's all wrinkly. (laughs)
0: all wrinkly and mad that It doesn't have a good football team. Okay, folks. Thanks so so much for watching us and bearing with us. Uh, Join us every week on Thursday nights, and uh, we are out. Thanks, folks. Good evening.